0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. And welcome. And today we talk to Pierce Spragan, who's I don't know, the CEO of Ontario Sustainable Agriculture. And we're going to find out more about him and the organization that he runs. Hi, so, guys. welcome, Pierce, and tell me about your education first. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: so nice to virtually meet you all. So, my name is uh, Pierce Spragon. My company, as Peter's already mentioned, is Ontario Sustainable Agriculture. Um, so, to give you just a little background, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but we've built a state-of-the-art aquaponics farm in Markham.
0: Oh, no, uh, so can we start with
1: your uh, your yeah. education, education first? By all means. Okay, so my uh, my educations. I went to University of Ottawa uh, for French Immersion Finance, where I uh, have still a semester left. So, I was actually going back and forth from working with my company and then going to school, so i do a semester on, a semester off, and uh, so I've actually only finished 3.5 semesters, um, so COVID hit, and I thought, okay, this is a good opportunity for me to build the thing that I've been working four or five years on, uh, so I'm, I'm University of Ottawa, but technically not a graduate,
0: so. Okay, so tell me about your work experience in between going to school and yeah for sure uh so i did do the most relevant work
1: experience would be a co-op that i did for global affairs um so i was in ottawa i worked for the government and what i would do is i was analyzing companies that could get help from the government so there's uh, programs where the government can give aid if your company helps the canadian gdp Um, so what that would look like would be i would analyze the company see whether or not I thought they would have a help to the Canadian GDP, make sure they're legitimate. So what I would do is I would make sure that uh, they have a Canadian actual address. A lot of companies you would find would just have a mailbox in Canada and be trying to get help from the federal government. Um, so, the, yeah, so that was my job, just analyzing these companies. And um, and then if I thought they could be a uh, help to the Canadian GDP, I would give them a green light and uh, then the government would take it from there. Um, so to give you an example of one of the companies uh, there was a a chicken uh, a big chicken farm in Canada and they wanted to export to Thailand chicken feet so what we would do is I would look okay yeah totally legitimate and then um, the government of Canada would help connect them with someone in Thailand that they could distribute their chicken feet to so that's uh, so
0: somehow you end up in agriculture, yeah, which is I kind know. of a big switch from being a financial guy into agriculture.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I find it funny that I make a joke often enough that I've never planted a single crop until I planted thousands. Um, so um, uh, the story really goes that um, I have a family farm that I have a soft spot in my heart uh, too. So I was trying to do everything in my power to save the family farm. And because, uh, um, again, childhood memories. So I was thinking, okay, what company could I do? And um, because it was zoned agriculture, that really put me into a box that said, okay, I'm I'm going to have to do agriculture. And, and then which agriculture do I think is the future of farming? And that's where we are now. So but uh, yeah, it definitely a big jump from going from numbers to actual crop going. And um, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still relatively new at it. I'm definitely getting better, but I'm still relatively new.
0: So how did you come up with the name for the company?
1: Uh, so I did that while I was at school. Um, I knew, I had an idea what I was going to pursue. Like I knew, I knew I was gonna do aquaponics cause I acknowledged that the future of farming would have to be sustainable. Um, and then I just landed on Ontario sustainable agriculture and it wasn't taken and I, uh, I snatched it up and the rest is history.
0: So what do you do? I know what aquaponics is. I've seen seen it down in a church operation um, in Markham. Really? And uh, it's kind of interesting what they do there. It's it's actually a group. It's one of three social enterprises that operate out of this building. It's a 48,000-square-foot building, and the aquaponics farm is part of that operation. For those that don't know what aquaponics is, can you provide a brief description?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, So aquaponics is the combination of aquaculture and hydroponics. So in layman's terms, it's growing fish and using those fish to fertilize lettuce, leafy greens, I should say. Um, So this method of growing is significantly more sustainable because um, we use 90% less water than traditional farming. Um, so all the water is recirculated in the system, and then on top of that, it's the it's a natural method of growing. So you'll with by using fish, I'm I'm strictly abiding by rules. I I, I can't add chemicals, um, so everything is all natural. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're growing rainbow trout. So we have 1,500 rainbow trout in our system and we're growing roughly 60,000 heads of produce. So that would be, I'm growing lettuce, mustards, spinach, kale, um, watercress, and then I'm trying some some other stuff. It, it's pretty impressive what you can grow inside
0: the system. Um, but Yeah. So where did fun. you learn this? This isn't part of your Ottawa degree. Oh God, no. I learned this just,
1: um, where did I learn this? I learned this through the internet and through books. Um, and then mind you, I did go, I did go to a class. So there was a course in, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to escape me now, but I had to go an hour outside of Ottawa. So I had to go further North and, um, and it was a small little town and they did a getting started in aquaculture and aquaponics. Um And so I, I started there because I knew, oh, okay, I want to farm. Well, I think I want to farm. So I, I started there. And then after that, I, I took it. I, I learned it on the internet and uh, and learned it through books. But I compare it to trying to learn how to swim online. You know, it, it, it's all great when you can research it online and through books. But when you actually put it into practical and start growing, it's a whole nother game. But uh, we're doing pretty well. We're doing it, We're doing good. I'm, I'm happy. So, so have you done this by yourself? No, I have my dad. So me and my dad have built it. And my good family friend, uh, Gary, um, we built it over COVID. So we built our facility, which is 4,800 square feet. So it's got three 10-foot diameter fish tanks and three 90-foot by 9-feet long grow beds. And we built all that. Um, over COVID starting in April of last year. Now the growing aspect, my dad's construction and project management, um, but for growing, that's been strictly me. So I'm definitely looking for help, (laughs) but I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I I have a co-op coming in in January, Um, but um, yeah, so it's been a whirlwind of, of fun and, you know, learning micronutrients you know, so there's nutrients you need to input. And the biology side of things, it's, it, it's, it's a definitely an impressive system. Um, but, uh, yeah, so kind of by myself, not really. I, again, I, I have my family support. So uh, I, I really bounce ideas off them often enough.
0: So the co-op student, where's that student coming from?
1: Fleming College. Uh, so Fleming College has an aquaculture program. Um, and they, and that's 40, in Peterborough. It sure. is. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the student, I haven't chosen the student. Um, but hopefully the student lives closer to the GTA. Um, but th- they came for a tour with, uh, 30 students, maybe a couple weeks ago. And, um, and it's just progressed from there where I'm now taking a co-op and, uh, they're also giving me they're giving me 500 fish on Wednesday. So it's definitely been a worthwhile relationship. They need to cull fish and I need fish. So um, it's it's definitely been beneficial. I'm pretty happy with it. So Pierce, how do you fund this operation? Uh, So it's privately funded. My grandmother is a beautiful person. So she owns the farm and uh, she's graciously enough, donated enough, donated, pretty much funded me Um, and I'm also looking for government grants, um, government grants get challenging because you need to have a farm business registration number to apply for any significant government grants. Um, but so we're in the process of doing that because to get your farm business registration number, you need to have 7,000 in revenue. And that needs to be from the previous, um, fiscal year, so it, again, it's, it's definitely tricky, but my grandmother has has, has allowed me to do this. So I, I definitely don't want to do wrong by her. So I'm, I'm working day and night to make it work, so. Well, that's very exciting and very
0: supportive of a family. No kidding, it definitely is. <laughs> so here's a more challenging question. Three she- years from today, what's your company going to look like? years
1: um okay um so i would like to be i will be a supplier for the end consumer in markham Um, so we are doing door delivery so most of my produce will be delivered to a door um, because that makes the most justified sense so right now because i'm in startup mode I mean, I obviously have big dreams of where I'm going to take this. However, three years from now, I hope this is my facility now is running like a well-oiled machine. Um, So we we're going to have it, you know, already now I can, it's only, I've been growing for six months and I already have it down quite, quite well. I I have it, I have everything, logistics, um, you know, data, I've been collecting data I've I've definitely got my hand on it a lot better than I was six months ago. Um, but in three years, I'm going to be that much more of a well-oiled oiled machine and then potentially already be designing my next greenhouse or a greenhouse somewhere else in the world.
0: That's so the right now you're in one location? That's right, yep.
1: I'm in one location on Reser Road. Um, and yes, one location, and I do have plans – Um, where I'm talking to someone now about possibly consulting them on building a location in actually Iran. So um, we'll see how those conversations go. It's just conversations right now, but three years, definitely my greenhouse now is is working the way I want it to because we're in startup and then possibly consulting on other greenhouses.
0: Excellent. So if people want to find out more about what you're doing, What's your website?
1: Yeah, so my website's, uh, I have two. um, So you can find me at OntarioSustainableAgriculture.ca and then I also have OntarioAquaponics.ca.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time tonight. No problem. And And, uh, we look forward to reading a lot more about what you're doing and your successes.
1: I appreciate it. And I mean, I guess one of the things I would like to end the call with is, you know, I understand when I'm, when I'm talking, I'm, I'm definitely business orientated as it, I need to be. Um, I need to definitely be thinking in that, that, that way, but definitely, I, I hope that this does take it take. Uh, I think there's a big impact here on the future of agriculture and the future of what we need our planet to be. Um, and uh, there's definitely a philanthropy side of things. So, um, I really hope that uh, that it all works out and uh, you know where to find me.
0: Well, I, that's what makes you a social enterprise.
1: That's it. That's it. Hence okay. why I'm on the podcast. Thank you.